This is Channel 253 Sports. He's mashing he went, the grass down in front of the spot. He did a half-ass shot to the keeper's left in, in MLS Cup. Let's see. And he's going to do the same thing. For those of you, since I started laughing that ball, still not landed. That thing is still not landed. He skied that shit. He launched it. That shit is going to land in Mexico City. That thing needs a passport. Shit. Coming down inside the Woo! Can, I get a, can I get a crying Jordan? In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeltwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders B Team. Hey everybody, this is Steve and you are listening to the Flounders B Team Podcast. It is April 25th, 2018, and boy, a lot of stuff has happened since the last time we talked, has it not? Uh, S2 uh, tied against the Colorado Switchbacks. A uh, little red card action happening in the snow in Colorado. Uh, we're coming up and playing against uh, Sacra- Sacramento Republic on May 6th. I uh, want to talk about that, the up-and-coming stardom of Jordy DeLem and how he contributed to the Minnesota Minnesota, Minnesota United, the Looney Looney Goosen Goosens. Um, uh, Sounders beat Minnesota United uh, 3-1 on April 22nd. And of course, that leads into LA away coming up in uh, just a few days on April 29th on the weekend. So I'm in studio here today. Again, I'm Steve Kettleson. I can be found at Podfish on the Twitters. And my friend, my good friend, Tim Hamilton. Tim Hamilton. You can find me if you look hard enough. Okay, great. Any Any idea where? Or is it just like... I'm usually outside your window. <laughs> I'm glad we're keeping it on theme and on tone today, baby. This is great. I love uh, this. Muffin Top Model on Twitter. Uh, All right. Whatever. All I do is post videos of my child eating breakfast. That's about it. <laughs> snarky, snarky memes. So, again, this is Wednesday, 425. So, in the background, we have the Chivas Guadalajara uh, Toronto match going on. And um, they're coming up on the second half. The score is currently uh, 1-2 Toronto, and uh, that brings it aggregate 3-3, and everybody has the same number of away goals. So if it stays level for the next 45 minutes, of course, it's going to go straight to PKs, as Tim was explaining to me the rules. Yeah, uh, CONCACAF is different than than your normal. Mm -hmm. There's no uh, 15 times 2 minute overtimes. So uh, I have a bad feeling about this. I really don't want Toronto to win. I don't care if they are our uh, MLS um, brethren. I guess I just want them to lose. I I, I hate club. Or I hate Chivas too, but mm-hmm. I'd rather Chivas just beat Chivas and and beat MLS teams. That's Let all. Chivas beat Chivas. Yeah. What, so do you do you think that the benefits that would inure to uh, MLS? Should there be a um, uh, should should Toronto win uh, no. will outweigh any uh, benefit care. that we're enjoying of 
Toronto. We're not going to benefit. We're not going to benefit one iota. All we're going to do is listen and listen to the uh, MLS pundits. Just you know. Oh my God! American vomit. soccer is definitely yeah. coming. Yeah. Canadian, Canadian soccer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's Canadian the whole American. point right there. Yeah, I, I although they got I a lot care. of Americans on their team, right? I don't care. I, I don't want Toronto to win. I want them to choke. Mm-hmm. So hard. Yeah. Michael Bradley and Altidore just being really physical today. It's weird. So. Altidore's up top and yep. uh, and freaking Bradley is a center back right now. Altidore's just running people over. That's because he outweighs him. Well, he's huge. He's a big dude. Huge. Yep. So anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, so Sounders FC2, any commentary on the switchbacks draw? Uh, it seemed like anybody covered themselves in glory in that game. It's kind of a throwaway. I think it was really cold. I think they probably yeah. plowed the field. I don't know if they play at Dicks <laughs> or not. Yeah, they I believe so. Well, no, no, no. They play in uh, Colorado Springs. Okay. So, um, no, they don't play at Dicks. They cleared the snow. They used the orange ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, we suffered a Ray Sari red in the 58th, 58th minute. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they felt bad for us and decided to. <laughs> Vergoloni got another one in the 61st for the other team. So, so now back to um, 10 on 10 and it ended up zip zip. Mm-hmm. Allie Brown had a yep. had a couple of good saves. But other than that, um, I guess playing down a man for 20 minutes. Right. It'll wear you, it'll it'll wear you out. It's not exactly uh, a 10 on 10 game can be very exciting. But uh, I don't think it was a really important game for either of the either of the teams. Well, I mean, I guess 10 playing 10 on 10 at altitude mm-hmm. maybe that had something <laughs> you know maybe that's a a, a little b- victory i suppose yeah. all right uh we're coming up on sacramento republic in uh just a few days actually about a week and a half on may 6th uh who are some standout players you expect to to see some uh, uh see performing well this this week for us or for sacramento for us do you know anything well, about it's not Sacramento? gonna be sorry <laughs> Well, I know, I know, I know they play really hard, and Adam Mofat is an ace hole. Yep. No me gusta. No me gusta. That's French. Is he an ace hole or is he an ace in the hole? He is an ace hole. Yeah. Okay. For Sacramento. Yes. Tell me more about Adam Moffat. Well, we got, we traded Caras- uh, Seattle mm-hmm. S1, traded Carrasco back in the day, oh, for Adam Mofat. Mm hmm. Uh, and he did absolutely zip for us. He was supposed to be able to shoot from distance, but mm-hmm. whatever, Scotsman. He had hey. a couple exciting games, but yeah, nothing really happened with that guy. Well, you see what's happening right now is, Sorry, is we got Muffet. Sacramento's not really affiliated with anybody, so they're playing forty year olds on the field to try to win for no other reason than you know, we we're we're a developmental team. Mm-hmm. They're not. Right. They're trying to get an MLS franchise. Mm-hmm. They won't. Right. Unless they get like a couple of billionaires to sign on. Well, we're but coming up on the to... we're coming up on the twenty four. So at this point, you know they they can launch a new team in California, or they can buy a team uh, when it comes <laughs> up for sale and relocate. Exactly. We gotta have Mickey Those on the show. Options. We definitely have to have Mickey Turner on. Mickey, the if you're uh, listening, uh, call me. <laughs> My DMs are open, baby. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. Mickey Turner, Esquire. Mickey, Mickey, Mickey Turner. All right, so uh, uh, as far right. as as far as Sacramento, we're playing at Sacramento mm-hmm. again. Yep. And uh, um, no, they're they're a decent squad. I just I just don't I don't you like double them. check that on the schedule. Well, isn't that what you said? There, it's not going to. That's be a what home I game. said, but you know me, I never get well, it right. Hey, let's open up the app. Wait, there's no Sounders two app. Oh, 
They should oh. probably be oh, one yeah. of those. And the website, uh, so we just noticed, we're kind of browsing around. We, we're thinking the FO, uh, the Sounders FO might not have somebody kind of keeping track of that because it took a while for the uh, for the last wind to show up. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if somebody can get on that and kind of help us out as fans, okay. kind of see what's going on with so that. So it is a home game, team. Sunday, May 6th. That's right. No, it's on my calendar. I remember it. I have plans for 1 that. 1.30 p.m. We're going to be there. We're going to be there in one fashion or another, uh, depending on weather. Uh, we're kind of talking with, uh, with Casey about some point, we're going to bring that show, bring this show live to the R bar. Um, it'll be live if you're there and then we'll tape it and, uh, <laughs> send it out to the internets a little bit later. But, um, you know, we want to be a big part of the power hour there, uh, at Cheney stadium for Sounders FC two in Tacoma. Yeah. 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 Oh, I want to give a shout out to uh to the uh to uh while we're here the Nerd Farmer podcast. Um Nate just had a couple of cool folks on. Uh recorded a show. It's not out yet. Uh but you should definitely subscribe to By the see time what's this going one on hits there. The air. By the time this one hits the air, the other one might be out. Uh but he interviewed uh Rainier's owner, uh or was it Cheney Stadium owner? Rainier's team president's Ah, gotcha. Thank you. Uh, Rainier's team president and, of course, uh, Casey Catherwood was on the show and they talked all things baseball, soccer, and Tacoma. Uh, you'll hear that Nate from Tacoma is in studio, but he won't be joining us on mic today. He's watching this game. It's going to be fantastic. Or, yeah, there he goes. All right. So, <clears throat> boom, right along. Yeah, yeah. So, some standout players on S2 uh, that have really kind of uh, made an impact already. I think Jordy Delem, uh, has, has already kind of shown himself to at least be capable. Um, he's still learning. He's still young. Uh, he's doing a really good job on the, uh, left hand side. Yeah. Left hand side defending. Oh yeah. I say he, he works out fine as long as we don't put him at at the right back. Yep. Uh, he does. He can and play the eight. He can play the the six somewhat, and then he can. I think he fills in as as a central defender as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he's he's a good up the spine yep. defensively. As long as Absolutely. Put him right back. And we play him on the, but we play him a little bit kind of out on the wing. Uh, in some instances, or maybe he uh, at least out that's there. when we yeah, it's my understanding it. that he was either filling in for Svensson or rolled on. Oh, I'm that. talking about. Uh, I'm oh, talking S2. about for S two. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get into we'll get into the Sounders match for sure. All right, so yeah, I honestly i I have not uh, I have okay. I have not subscribed to the uh, uh, ESPN Plus to to watch a lot of the games, and I have not been available for all of the home matches. So I'm a horrible S two supporter. Other than you have my money, you know what? There's a lot of stuff. It's uh, some of it's on YouTube. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. ESPN Plus. I I I haven't. Uh, I pulled the trigger on an annual subscription at ESPN Plus, but I'm still trying to figure out how to get it to play on my Xbox. Mm. So it doesn't work on the ESPN app for some reason. Yeah. So I don't know. Some key players. For Estrada. Estrada. Young um, kid. Well, we saw who? I, I 16 I, years old. Can you pull your who's our striker? Jacob. Uh, Jenkum, yeah, Felix yeah. Jenkum. He got what two goals out of the last game I watched. Yes, he did. Did we talk about that on the last show already? Yes, we did. Okay, well, we don't need to overdo scored that. in like nineteen seconds or something. Forty-nine oh, 40, seconds. Forty-three. Yeah, one it of those. was forty-three Just seconds. Like so yeah, Felix Jenkum, Estrada, uh, Jordi Delem. Uh, who else should we we be looking out for? Keeper is definitely growing. 
Uh, Kelly he Brown is Kelly Brown. Well, um, as long as is, I mean, I don't know where Kelly as Brown as was. Nobody shoots at him. He should be. <laughs> no, they've had a, an academy keeper fill in from time to time. He mm-hmm. played versus Kansas City, Swope Park, or whatever mm-hmm. when we just got um, shelled. But uh, the, he's also filled in, I think, a couple other times. Um, I don't know what what the story is. I don't know if if it's if Kelly Brown had a wedding to go to or what. But um, I thought he is our Number three, I think we know what we're going to get from Brian Meredith. So Brian Meredith usually mm-hmm. travels with the 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 mothership. Yep. Um, but I think we're trying to build and grow Cali Brown because that guy is enormous. Yep. He's a big dude. He's got a lot of potential uh, just out of college. So, yeah, he's going to make some mistakes. There's a reason he's playing for our squad. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I think we could definitely develop him into a into a into a strong goalkeeper uh, on the defensive side. We've still got uh, Sam uh, Rogers. Sam Rogers. That's exactly right. And um, he's definitely shown some potential as well. Uh, Jenkum, again, 19 years old uh, on the attack, is going to be absolutely fantastic for the squad if we can hang on to him. Um, sorry, Narbonne. Uh, sorry, Narbonne. Uh, Ray, sorry. Sorry, not sorry. He's not going to be playing for the next match because he caught a red uh, in the last one, as we mentioned. I'm but, sure it was uh, bullshit. Oh, yeah, it always is. <laughs> hey, what if what if, uh, <laughs> what if Clint Dempsey did? <laughs> yeah. What if did that? <laughs> At any rate. Cool. So um we're expecting a result from uh the Sacramento at home. Um I would predict two one based on not much, seeing a few games in person and uh, kind of uh, seeing what's happening on our side. The Sacramento is not really uh, full of a whole lot of talent. Um, we've got, like you said, Adam Moffat. Uh, you got anybody else on a roster there? All right. No. Uh, so we're not expecting a whole lot of resistance out of Sacramento. How do we do the first time we played them? I think we lost one nothing on the okay. PK. So um, (laughs) it was a crap PK. I remember that. Um, So two one would be my score prediction based on very little real information, but uh, optimism, joy. That's like a week and a half away from now. It's a week and a half from Sunday. And uh, if we end up being on next Monday, we'll do a a little bit of a better preview. See what we can figure out as far as let's have some uh, some Sounders. Two folks on to yeah. talk Sounders too. I think that's a great idea. I that. bet we can get Casey on if there's not a baseball game. Let's see if we can do that. All right. Coolio. Moving on. All right. Moving on. Um, rolling up to the win against Minnesota United. Not Manchester United, but Minnesota United. I think we can Well, this is this is the like yeah. the Dave Moyes uh Manchester United, Minnesota United years. They're not. Oh, he spits out coffee. <laughs> so yeah, they, they were not. Uh, they're not awesome. So um, I thought they'd give up a, a, a put up a little bit better of a fight. But going in, um, everything we touched turned to gold. Yep. I swear. Every time we were like somewhat dis dispossessed, it bounced off a shin and goes straight yep. to another one of our players for once. We touched it uh, briefly on the on the Dave Cresco show um, last week, but. You had said that uh, there was one player on that team that you really had any concern about uh, as far as their attack. I guess and, it Ibsen. Yeah, and it did not materialize. Who? Exactly. It did not materialize at all. Um, so uh, let's see. Alex. Uh, let's, let's talk lineup. Let's yeah. talk lineup. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we started with Fry and Goal. Uh-huh. We did decide 
decided to let Tolo continue to play. New mm-hmm. Tolo. Yep. So uh, that is left to right. Tolo, Marshall Torres, Leardom. Leardom's back after his suspension. Tolo's back after his horrible performance in Kansas City. <laughs> and Alonzo, Alonzo started at the number six role. Yeah. And he, so he's back for the full 90. I think he, I know, am he, he started. Now. I don't know how long he went. <laughs> I think he came out later. But uh, Svensson, Svensson, uh, and that with those two together was uh, able to push Roldan up to yes. the central uh, attacking midfielder. So Ooh, we had man. Alex Roldan on the left, Christian Roldan in the middle, and Ladero on the right with uh, Will Bruin up top. Now, there's one person missing from the starting lineup that was fit to play. Who was that person? That person would have been... Wolf Ikram. Yeah. And one, <laughs> and, and, and one more person. Um, uh, we haven't seen him play a whole lot. Yeah, it's His been out for like with, a month. Uh, Rick, Richter. Rodrig- Victor Rodriguez. Yes, him too. Uh, oh, wait. Somebody else? Yeah, somebody else. <laughs> but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. Uh, Clint Dempsey did not start, but he was fit, and he did end up playing. Yeah. Um, On the bench, we had uh, uh, Delam, Buana, uh-huh. Rodriguez, Wolf Ikram, Dempsey, McCrary, and Meredith. Okay, so who's the fit player that was not included? Why that was, I'm trying to remember now. Uh, who was it? It was fucking Dempsey, dude. Well, that's what I said, and you said no. The laughing in the background. So why didn't Nate he start? Why didn't he start? Well, I, I, why I two start? things, two things. I, I mean, it, it was Minnesota. He didn't have to. And I think we were just trying to, you know, trying to, trying to play without him. You know, trying to maybe send him a message, maybe say, hey, who knows? Maybe, maybe Stella got his groove back. Maybe, maybe our our, our manager in chief got his balls back, and decided that this. Am- I'm the captain now. I am the captain now. You're the captain. I am the coach now. I am the manager now. All right. So I, I maybe maybe Brian Schmetzer just said, uh, you know, you're this is this know your role. Know your role, Clint Dempsey. Your role is to come off the bench and help Jordy Dellum <laughs> make goals. <laughs> but we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves because yes. man, that first half was pretty fucking glorious. So yeah, the first half went well. Um like I said, every every turnover bounced off a shin and went directly to our players. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to the box score here. In the 23rd minute, there's a laser beam from, what, 20, 30 yards out from one Gustav mm-hmm. Bork, 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 Svensson. Bork, 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 Sving! We put the chicken in the pot. <laughs> so, <laughs> my man, just, he just laced man. it. That was, that was fun to watch. Yeah. Now, there was that. a lot of goals of the week candidates out oh, there so man maybe honorable mention unless unless sounders fans just decide to i mean to that was just that was just a that was just a bloody i mean <sighs> so what the what did the play look like leading up to that goal do you recall no oh, timbo you usually have that shit right well, on top of yeah, your head but was, there was a lot was, of stuff that game i was watching it while everyone was napping so i had to be quiet uh, <laughs> uh, that affected your memory somehow yeah. let's see <laughs> suspect Gustav Svensson. Do you want me to plug in the thingamabobber? If you want to, that'd be great. Where's the thingy thing? Oh, there it is. All right, so Nuhu plays it back to Ozzy. Ozzy plays it inside to Labrun. Labrun plays it to Svensson at the top of the arc. And he just hits it. And, yes, he buries it. Top, top corner. And everyone's happy that Svensson gets another goal because... Svensson doesn't score very often, but when he does, 
He does it right. It's terrific. He does it right. He does it well. Can you hear me now? I can totally hear okay. you now. I can only hear one side of that. I can only hear That's one fine. side of me, too. <laughs> now I can hear too. <laughs> the Earth's rotation is switched, so now... All right. All right. So, okay. So, so, so Svensson. Yeah. Fantastic yeah, so, so, goal. Svensson gets a great goal. Everything's fine and dandy. Things are happy. Dogs and cats living together. Anarchy. Yeah, and then two minutes hysteria. later, give or take... So yeah, yeah. Another okay. So we talk we talk <laughs> endlessly about this thing called Kramer goals. <sighs> Kramer goals Man. are when goals are scored uh, first five minutes of the half, last five minutes of the half. So I would like to note and that within you five minutes of each other, talk endlessly about Kramer goals. I do, I do, <laughs> I do. Everybody and, else thinks they're a myth because basically you say half the goals are scored in basically half the time. That's well, allotted for the game. If you think about just this, <laughs> just if you think on the psyche part, if you think of the psyche part, of course, there's a psychological element. Yeah. When, when teams are susceptible to just brain farts, yep. you know, first five minutes, you're just getting ready to go organized. You, you, you don't know what's going yep. on. Somebody just, you know, oh, not, not totally plugged in. I understand your argument. At the end, the Kansas city sporting Kansas city effect is they usually get dinged at the last because they're just spent late in the season, late in the game. They're mm-hmm. thinking, oh, let's just ride this thing out. And then somebody has a <laughs> intellectual uh, uh, flatulent. <laughs> intellectual flatulence. I like and, that. Uh, All right. Yeah. And and that's how we catch them. So um, that's what I'm saying. So we scored in the 23rd minute. And then two minutes later, Will Bruin gets a goal. Um, I don't even know how Will Bruin scored. Do you? Well, is there a highlight attached to it? Man, you're gonna make me watch another video. I'm gonna make you watch another video. Maybe Damn. you can plug it all the way in so Damn I can hear both sides this time. All right. Um, highlights. Will Bruin. Watch another Heineken commercial. So while you're booting that up, um, kind of one of the things that I I noticed early in the half is Alex rolled on Alex Christian rolled on. Kept getting free uh, quite a bit on the right-hand side, but there were no players to support him. And I think this Will Bruin goal was kind of the indicator of of that correction being made and him kind of, if, if I remember it right, and, and Alex kind of slowing, uh, Christian kind of slowing down when, um, when he sees that there's nobody to deliver a ball to and not kind of pulling. So he was pulling that kind of Yedlin thing where he'd just run to the, to the end line and, uh, try to get a cross into somebody that's running up on the, the 18 yard box. Right. And that, if that how's the sequence of play go? Well, yeah, basically Ladero brings the ball up uh-huh. to you know our our offensive third draws about two or three defenders rolls the ball out wide uh-huh. left to Christian Roldan. Uh-huh. Christian Roldan plays the ball roughly between the six and the twelve on and the on ground. And on the approach, he's keeping pretty level with Ladero, right? Yeah, he, okay. I mean he's well, he's everybody's on side, right? But um, uh, yeah. So so yeah, I'm just watching it now. Ladero draws. A couple of defenders plays it out wide. Uh, Roldan plays it to the. Uh, he takes it to the end line, hoofs it back right about the six yard box, and that's when Bruin is uh, is waiting there for it. And he, mm-hmm. it's not the cleanest of finishes, Mm-mm. but it goes in. Nope. And then his celebratory his celebration is is pretty subdued because of all the hammies that we've been pulling. I think the team is told <laughs> just 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 Stop celebrate around. in your mind. <laughs> Let's not pull any muscles today, huh? and let's win the game first. This what ha- happened? Good. What happened? 
So ball goes out of bounds. Obviously, lost. Ref calls it for Toronto. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Calls it. Mighty Mouse freaks out. This guy's faking. It's just it's Concacaf. <laughs> Even yeah. the refs laughing at him like, Conk-Kaf. look at this idiot. He <laughs> got his face. He got his face. My butt, my butt, and my face. Hamstring and face. <laughs> He's smiling on the way down. That's so funny. Oh, handball. What else? So, bump bump. <clears throat> so now we're up two nothing inside inside the first thirty minutes, which is just fantastic. Yeah, we're it feels great. We're rolling. Things are things Everybody's are going happy. Well. Bobby, Bobby, what's the score? Bobby, Bobby what's, what's the score? score? And uh, things are, things are going really well. Then Bobby Shuttleworth. Then what happens? We go into halftime. Um, they make a substitution. They take out Ethan Finley, bring in mm-hmm. Sam Nicholson, uh, and what? 60 minutes in. Well, Ab- Abdul, Abu Dunladi wasn't doing shit. So they subbed him out too, bring in Christian Ramirez. He mm-hmm. actually, I think, changed the, the the game a little bit. He actually got a goal, but uh, in the 66th minute, mm-hmm. we bring in one Clinton um, Revenue Dempsey. Clinton Revenue I have no Dempsey. Idea. I have no idea what his real <laughs> name is. Marcus Nathaniel. No. <laughs> Marcus Nathaniel Dempsey. Yeah. And it's easy to say he didn't make much of a difference in well, that second half, except it's, it's tough because during the game mm-hmm. we we were running and gunning, and who knows if if he slowed the game down when he got on the field or if it just happened to be we ran that out we of were, gas we were in the seventy. Running. I mean, that's when you run out of gas yeah. is in the seventy odd minutes. So a combination right? of of those two. Um. Well. Yeah, and then we get we get we get punched uh, by by one Christian Ramirez. It was kind of a really crummy floater, aw- awkward goal, mm-hmm. but whatever. We fall asleep for a half a second, and we mm-hmm. take on a goal. So now it's two to one, and uh, everybody starts biting their nails a little bit. Yeah, because there's a lot of time left. So Alex rolled on, comes off. Clinton comes on at sixtieth. We give mm-hmm. up that goal, and then uh, Magnus comes on, and Ozzy leaves at that seventy fifth minute. Um, things. Didn't still, eh, they weren't super impressive. I thought, you know, w- once once the wolf came on, that everything was going to be fine and dandy. We're going to be back to, you know, ticky tacky, ping ping boom, mm-hmm. ping ping boom, goal. <laughs> didn't happen right away. Um, actually, we 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 iced the game in the what ninety second, ninety third minute with uh, with with one Jordy, um, Nathan Walker Dellum. <laughs> Everybody's middle name's Nathan, except for Nate's. Um, Nathan Nathan Gibbs Bowling. Nathan Nathan Esquire, <laughs> the fourth. So yeah, Jordy 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 gets. I mean, granted, nobody on earth thinks that that Jordy's going to get the ball. Everyone thinks that that you know ninety second or ninety minutes plus that Dempsey's just going to turn and shoot. Mm-hmm. While Dempsey, being the giver that he is, the very selfless Clint Dempsey that he is. Played the ball back post. Dellum slots it in. Everybody gets free haircuts. And uh, there's a plate right behind you, or you can eat it right out of the box. So there's a, there's two napkins right there. Every time you guys like make eyes with one another, I think something good is happening. On the other side of the brandy, there's two napkins for your delicate fingers. So there you go. We win three to one. Three to no one. No injuries that we know of. Um, <laughs> Free haircuts for all the fans. Lots of propane being burnt that day. Uh, did you go to the game? Did not. You did not. I didn't either. I was at home nursing an injured knee. I don't know why I didn't go. Sad. 
I had a lot going on. I had no Sad. sleep. Kevin Zmeyer yeah. showed up with his family, though. He there had a great go. time. But it was a beautiful sunny day. I'm sure there's a lot of sunscreen and sunburn. Mm-hmm. People had a good time. So uh, before we move on from that, though, do so it's really cool that Dempsey gave the kid the assist. Does that feed into any changes in theme for Dempsey? Does that support any? I mean, it's all speculative at this point. It's the first time it's really happened that way. Yeah. Um, and uh, are we expecting Jordy Delem to become an attacking player? Probably not. No. Uh, Maybe more so than Torres, but... Are we expecting Dempsey to take Delem under his wing in any meaningful way? Uh, no. Or was no, this I, just, I, hey, I, I see this. I'm going to go ahead and play this ball because he's right there. Yeah. We're already winning. If we don't get the goal, no big deal. Yeah. But I the think, kid could get a huge boost uh, yeah. just from making the goal. Somebody else gets on the fridge. There you go. Yeah. I, I, this, this momentary lapse of judgment, this selfless lapse of judgment, <laughs> gets uh, gets the boy, you know, gets gets the boy on the fridge. So time will tell what's going on with Clint Dempsey. I I completely agree that it was just a phenomenal performance all the way around. Uh, this team really clicked together. Uh, we have another game coming up uh, on the 29th, L.A. away. And uh, based on what uh, uh, Nico was saying, uh, we're going to have some players available. However, before we talk about that, we're going to take a little bit of a break. Yeah. Uh, with that, I'm Steve Kettleson. And you're listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. I'm Steve here with Tim, and it is the 84th minute for the Guadalajara-Toronto game. It's still tied uh, uh, 3-3 on aggregate. Guadalajara with one, Toronto with two. Uh, both have two away goals, and uh, we, we're about five minutes, five, seven minutes away from uh, basically straight to PKs. So um, it's been an absolute shit show down in Guadalajara. <laughs> I tell you what, uh, flopping, fouling. Uh, both teams kind of cheating a little bit. Um, of course, uh, uh, early in the first half, uh, Michael Debo Bradley uh, went in and basically stood where the other guy was standing. He'll, he'll just muscle a dude off a ball and with just looking at Jesus. Ow. Ooh, woof. Who is the that? ball looking at Jesus. Oh, my God. Who was that, Nate? That's the, the Van, Vander Corvette. Number three. No, no. Number th- the dude oh. that fell and just twisted the crap out of his ankle. That looked painful. Anyway, he, he got fouled by the uh, the the new Netherlands uh, uh, player that has so many tattoos he can't work in anywhere mm-hmm. you know, except for a record store. Yep, his his days after soccer are uh, are are numbered. <laughs> Um, LA's coming up on the 29th, and we've got a, a just a plethora of opportunities. A plethora. A plethora? of opportunities for players uh nico moreno i think he put out on the twitter today that uh a couple of our our folks were were in full training uh kim kihi kim kihi was in training uh will be uh, available rodriguez i was gonna say alex rodriguez uh <laughs> victor rodriguez was in training and i think he was in the 18 against minnesota just yep. never saw the field yep yep um so it looks like everybody but morris ship uh suspend oh wait no morris uh, uh, ship um, and 
Nobody's on suspension no, for the no. mothership. Damn. Oh, oh, Francis. Waylon Francis. Waylon Francis will not be available. Knock, yep. so. so he's still working out. He's still rubbing some dirt on it. So I'm guessing our third center back will be Kihi instead of Alfaro. Um, Let's uh, hope. I don't know what our depth looks like on left back, but, you know, whatever. That's who we didn't mention on the on the S2 side was Alfaro. You think he'll get some minutes against? Uh, at LA? Yeah. No. no. No, 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 no. no. Uh, for the for S two, yeah, he'll probably get more. He'll he'll be primarily an S two player until he can in really shine. I, I honestly think he's on his way out if he doesn't uh, impress. I would agree. All right, so we have a lot of really good opportunities. L A. Uh, who are they? Who's L A F C presenting? L A F C. So we're opening uh, the Bank of California Stadium mm-hmm. this weekend. Uh, and it's sold out, and we have a hundred tickets allotted to the uh, ECS. They're all going. So yeah, we talked yeah. to Dave last week, and uh, I think yeah, they think that conversation will be on tape after after uh, we episode. get done here. Yep, yeah, he's going. But um, yeah, I, I <clears throat> MLS just just falls all over themselves, and they just freaking vomit on themselves. And every week, it's somebody new. It's oh, this is the best team on earth. Oh no, this is the best team on earth. They've been <laughs> they've been coddling LA's balls this whole time but i'm looking back and it doesn't look like lafc has played i mean they've gotten a lot of points on the road don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. but they've leaked a ton of goals and they haven't really beaten anybody significant in my opinion now looking back at their schedule i mean yeah they're they're six games played they have 12 points in in the standings which is great for them two points per game that's pretty solid but they beat us they beat us yeah barely i mean we outshot them we should have we didn't they got they got the goal Uh but i mean can you count yeah you can count that as a win but not really a style of play win that's a uh luck of the draw bad luck butter side down kind of a game okay um we're kind of splitting hairs a little bit but no i don't think la's i don't think they're meshing no no, they're not they're not they beat up on they beat up on on montreal (laughs) But at the same time, you know, Montreal beat everybody, or they lost everybody but us. But they us. only beat yeah. us because they had uh, yep. more guys than us. Yep. Um, I'm still looking for their their schedule to, to prove me to prove myself right. Um, it's very important to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, so you gotta, you gotta. You gotta from day one, they beat sometimes. us. They beat RSL five to one. So oh, yeah. I, I think they got to shoot. They got scored on first with a PK, and then that was a funky offside call that wasn't called that they that they got a goal anyway they, they shelled them then they were up three nothing at la mm-hmm. galaxy and then came back and got beat on by zlatan so that's when that's when they became a real team like oh there's there's they're not the the greatest thing on earth <laughs> they got beat by atlanta at atlanta five to nothing they mm-hmm. came back down really hard uh they beat vancouver but everybody's beating vancouver um, and like I said, they, they beat Montreal, which, you know, Montreal's down at the bottom. They're above Toronto barely. All right. But, so I, I'm, I'm thinking they're going to have more pressure on them in their own stadium. Sure. Than we are in okay. their own stadium as the away team, we could possibly be favored with our current form. And we're starting to get bodies and we're starting to like, okay, fine. We're, we're back. Now there's a little bit of a positive momentum going. I feel that this is our chance to, to kind of, you know, let, let, let everybody settle to the meme, you know. Let the the the, the new team shine wear off a little bit, and uh, you know, let's give them their first loss at their first 
uh, home match. I, I'm all for it. Um, also for all for having a couple games to kind of uh, let the let the new roster settle, let uh, the pieces start to fall into place, and the rough edges of the machinery kind of uh, smoothing out. Right? It's kind kind of like you gotta you gotta. Oh, oh man, you gotta you gotta you gotta burn in the car. Right? You're supposed to drive it a little bit. <clears throat> yeah. When you when you for you just bought no, yeah, a car, I just right? bought a yeah, car. Yeah. You have to you have to run it kind of. Uh, uh, normal for uh-huh. I don't know how many a thousand miles how many miles a couple hundred five hundred well I don't know just depends on what you're doing if you got that Kia or if you got that uh, you know Subaru or that uh, Lexus right yeah yeah um, so all in all I think I think LA is a good team but I'm <laughs> hoping that we can uh, we can we can clip them and I think you know in front of their own fans they could be under a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. So this next game is after, repeat, after the close of the transfer window. Yeah, that ship has sailed. Bum, bum. Bum, Speaking bum. of ship, Segway, who was it that in the in the, uh, uh, in the interwebs? It's more detour than a Segway, but... Segway, yeah, a Segway that just crashed. Oh, 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 gotcha. So ship and... So who was talking trade to back to New England for... Uh, uh, for Ship and Dempsey, Ship for and Dempsey for Lee Wynn and uh, the other dude, Lee Wynn and uh, Low. And was, was that it, was it Rowe? Kellen Rowe. Do- Kellen Rowe. Was that Matt Doyle talking about I don't that? Know who, who do we give credit to? Matt Doyle, armchair analyst. Matt Doyle, MLS.com. smartest man on earth. I would do that a minute <laughs> in a freaking minute in a hot second. So, um, what's that? Oh, full time. How many minutes? Oh, we're done. Okay. That's going straight to PK. Well, that's Son going to PK. Okay, so Matt Doyle uh, had a number of interesting proposals for the closure of the transfer window. Uh, one of which was uh, basically uh, getting a player from uh, LA, uh, not Eguine, um Boateng. 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 Yep, for uh, a striker role or attacking role. And, uh, you know, just basically giving some money, solving a problem for L.A., solving a big problem for us uh, for that empty roster spot um, that, you know, Will Bruin is filling pretty well right now. But um, probably, you know, if Kevin Zemira's right, dog standing on its hind legs, et cetera, et cetera, uh, you know, is that sustainable? We don't know. But uh, the other option was, of course, like you said, Lee Wynn and uh, uh, Low, Mike Low, Kellen, Kellen Rowe, Kellen Rowe, Kellen Rowe. Mike Low, Mike Rowe, Mike Rowe, Dirty Jobs, Mike Rowe, Dirty Jobs, Kellen Rowe, soccer player, Kellen Rowe, soccer player. Okay, Figaro, Pinocchio's cat. Figaro, Figaro. Thanks, Pinocchio's cat. Boateng, winner, twenty-four year old. 5'6 winger, says Nate Bowling. He oh. knows all of the things. That guy. So young, striker, short, small, uh, energetic, fast, speedy, which are the same thing. Uh, that sounds great. That sounds absolutely fantastic. And if somebody's willing to go for it, then great. What do we There's have to do? Very Just give little cash? Like, I think half a million is what we would end up paying for that, Matt said. No. Do those include his salary, or do we have to pay a salary too? Well, that's so we just pay five hundred, and then yeah, that's the league fee. eats the salary, right? Or does it attach it to us? So because it's, I believe the rule is because it's transfer window, the the salary because it's transfer window, the salary passes, uh, the salary cap is a hit to the gaining team still. 
and uh, I think we have an international spot too. But those things, the international roster spots, but those they, overlap, right? So we the, got two slots, one of which is international. He's fine. He's fine. Right. He doesn't. Do, and and I think what we can do is we could always send somebody back down to S two, mm-hmm. and, and that's uh, easy. Yeah, that's absolutely easy. International. So is that what's the downside? Um, besides band aid, like a really bad band aid. That, like it could just does, be a band-aid. Does that mean that we not, don't go after anybody else? Why is he not getting for so that's a, a okay. really good point. He why is he not getting minutes for LA or Dos Santos, Dos Santos, Gio Dos, <laughs> the, uh, the, the Santos Slatan and, yeah. and uh Killen, yeah. or not Killen. Who's the who's the other there's two guys with the same name. He's a striker for LA. Kamara? Kamara. Kai Kamara and then the other Kamara. El Ole. Oops. Sorry. Bump the table. Yeah. So it's Kai Kamara. Ola. 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 Okay. Ola. So, Ola. But yeah, and if if Zlatan's taken the majority of the thunder, then yeah, he's not going to see the field. No. But whatever. I mean, that, that, yes, do it because it gives us other options. We can. I want to see other formations potentially against other teams. I want to see players that you know. I want to see the team adapt. I know we can always throw guys in at defense, but what can we do to to Toronto that they did to us. You know, how can we how can we manage a victory from a, a, a you know, maybe a, a tweak of the lineup to uh-huh. take away somebody else's strongest uh I don't know, weapon. Like like what they uh, what Toronto did to us. They they switched their format or they their their formation and and they just kind of clogged things up mm-hmm. and and we couldn't we couldn't produce. We couldn't we adapt. Impotent. Right. Absolutely. So so that sounds like a really good option. I also liked uh, the other option of the two-man trade uh, to New England. Yeah, I, that was the first I heard of it. And I was like, in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. Yeah. Because, I mean, Dempsey's only going to hurt us once. Yep. That's and it. Dempsey can go back to New England and close out his career at the place where he, you know, uh, where he started his MLS career, right? Yeah. Yep. So... What is stopping us from doing that? And do you think our current run of form, the one game we won, is going to be a, a an excuse not to not to splash the cash or do some sort of acquisition? Is there anything else in the in the works uh, for an interna- international from Central South America? Sorry, it's PKs here. No, We're gonna I, take... and the, I think I think he, he shoots to the, his right. Bloop. It goes in. Yes, he does, um, and it goes in, and he even guessed right. So, no, I, bum, bum. I, I honestly think that uh, uh, we're not going to do anything. We're going to stand pat. And Guadal- it's, Guadalajara just scored their first PK, and I think uh, I think our, our buddy Garth is just going to smugly <laughs> sit there and say, "See, I told you what I, I, I right. I could control. develop the youth." So I think yeah, one of, we, right. We only need the, band-aids, like you said, develop the youth. We only need band aids to get us. To, to bridge, to, to until bridge we can the bring gap, the kids up. And, we don't have and anybody. At, uh, uh, Christian Roldan's performance is basically the story, right? We he we made him spend time on defense. We made him spend time at defensive mid. We made him spend time at attacking mid, and he's played all of these roles. And he did all of those roles in some way, shape, or form on that last match we played against Minnesota. Yeah, he's done everything. And so that's going to be, in my mind, the justification for uh, sitting on our hands and not doing anything because we have Christian Roldan. Both sides of the story. How has that worked for us in the past, putting all our eggs 
in one teeny tiny youthful basket. I don't know. Oh, my God, Guilla. The last time we put all our (laughs) eggs in one basket, it was two baskets. It was Deuce and Oba. Yep. And then we found a team that could play... Uh, that could defend the Deuce and Ova show, and it failed. So we need mm-hmm. we need a lot of baskets. Um, youth, I don't see any attacking youth that's that's ready to come up in the next two years. Right. Uh, we've got a, a 16-year-old. We've got a couple of kids that, that have promise, but, you know, they're, they're two gone. or three years out. Jenkins not going to yeah. get, like, a sudden talent spurt. No. Right? We, he's great. We've got some midfielders and, and some uh, some defenders yep. and, you know, possibly a goalkeeper in there, but I don't see anything that's 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 – you know, the, the only offensive threat S2 has currently is uh, one Eric Estrada. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did we miss one? Toronto just put one off the bar. Oh, no. This, this screams Bad of MLS for- Cup 2016, <laughs> don't it? <laughs> uh, Why? Because he was being cheeky as uh, F. You do that stutter step, you get what you get. You get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. And you can throw a fit. I don't know. That might have been in. Did it not cross the plane? It must have bounced down behind the line. Oh. No me gusta. <laughs> All right. So right footed taker. Oh. And he buried. It. So it's three to three to one with Toronto shooting last. Uh-huh. Bono's fade is looking low faded. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I love Junior too. Oof. Wow! Just slotted now, it into in his slow left. motion. In slow motion, if you watch the, every every time, ninety nine percent of the time, the shooter's uh, plant foot points in the direction he's going. Mm. So, not that you can read that at full speed, and sometimes they fudge with you. But uh, let's see what happens here. All right, let's see what Thanks, Toronto buddy. does. Toronto and mm, Barry. All right, so it's it's three two. Going into the fourth shooters. Uh-huh. Guadalajara is about to shoot. So, uh, looking at LAFC, I think we have a chance to beat them. I don't see us doing any movement. But, like you said before, maybe if Roldan, if the team believes Roldan is ready for that, to take on, take take the team on his back, we could ship Dempsey uh, and blow the league's mind. We could blow the league's mind. And I don't think it would be a bad move to make that acquisition because, I mean, Lee Wynn... Oh boy! It is now That's four four two Guadalajara. Toronto is do or die at this point. Yeah, Toronto has to sink the next two. Oh jeez! If they miss this, then uh, then the Concacaf Champions League is over. But now let's not put the cart before the horse. Let's Who's not because it's gonna be Michael Bradley. Michael Bradley hasn't shanked his yet. <laughs> How epic is this gonna be? When Michael Ball Debo, give me give me your bike. That's my bike, bitch. Shanks the shot. This is honestly, if he misses this, oh that's god, his look at him! Now, see, he's 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 mashing he went, the grass he to the keeper's down left. in front of the spot. He did a half-ass shot to the keeper's left in, in MLS Cup. Let's see, and he's gonna do the same thing. For those of you, since I started Bradley laughing, that ball is still not landed. That thing is still he not landed. He skied that shit. He launched oh. it. That shit is going to land in Mexico City. Yeah, that Holy thing needs a passport. Shit. That ain't coming down inside the... St- Woo! Can I, get a, can I get a crying Jordan? Burr, burr, no, burr, you can't, you burr, can't, the keeper can't really celebrate because he didn't do shit. 
Bum, 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 bum. No, he he intensely stared him down and psyched Michael Bradley out. Man, don't you feel bad for Michael Bradley? I, honestly, Michael Bradley, I bad Bradley, he cannot get any kind of international anything. That poor bastard. That poor <laughs> bald bastard. Everybody on Earth, minus a couple of Toronto yeah. fans, are. Uh... We're talking on the pizza break, and 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 Nate was sharing that you know. If Michael Brad or maybe it was maybe it was you, Tim, but if Michael Bradley had landed anywhere but in the United States, he would be a a, a, a top notch, top shelf international player. Center but back. no, center a center back in particular. And if it weren't for Jurgen Klinsmann, it'd be a completely different different league right now, and it'd be a completely different. Um, it'd be it'd definitely be different for Michael Bradley. You It'd know, be with, different for Jordan Morris. With this much it would time, be different for you, you know one person DeAndre that he follows Yedlin, Clint Dempsey. Everything, the entire landscape of MLS would be different. This probably won't go on the show because I'm just fucking rambling. Like no, an I think he should because I think with with all the time that uh, that Bradley spent in Italy, he must have followed one uh, Baggio but, but, mm, around mm. after that PK. <laughs> Shade. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to. Oh man, I'm gonna have to give Michael Bradley the Baggio. Oh man! Right there. All right. So as far as uh, roster goes, not much going on. Uh, we don't think we'll have an acquisition before the window. Hopefully, we're proven wrong. Uh, but uh, with that, uh, we definitely like to. Thank you for listening to the Flounders B-Team podcast. Just after this, we're going to close out the Dave Cresco interview. He's got some great anecdotes from uh, road travel, away travel, and uh, just road trips in general, his history, uh, and a little bit of his uh, trip down to where they do the Price is Right filming. And he appeared on that show with some friends. Stay tuned for that. And uh, we will be back uh, next week with another episode of the Flounders B-Team podcast. Flounders B-Team is a production. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. Flounders B-Team is a production of Channel 253, uh, channel253.com, other uh, other great podcasts, such as Nerd Farmer Podcast, Interchangeable White Lady Podcast, uh, Crossing Division, a new one with uh, Dave Jones and Justin Camarada. Great show, by the way. Um, lots of really cool political and uh, socio socioeconomic uh, discussion Easy about to say. kind of the differences uh, in Tacoma, different parts of Tacoma, <laughs> around some of the socioeconomic differences in Tacoma that actually drive a lot of the politics and uh, inequalities and divisions in uh, the Pacific Northwest in all of the uh, metropolitan areas up here. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the story stays the same no matter where you are. Uh, and with that, um, check out channel two five three. Listen com. to the shows. Listen to the shows. Subscribe to the shows. Thanks, Steve. And if you like this show and you have some sort of product or service that you would like to promote on this show, why don't you just reach out? Give me a direct message on Twitter at Podfish. Or at Flounders B Team, and we'll talk about this. Yeah, we'll talk uh, about your product. We drink a lot of booze on this show. For instance, today I was drinking Diet A and W root beer <laughs> with Kettle One vodka. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, my good friend Tim Hamilton was drinking Magave tequila on the rocks. 
uh, Magave Tequila has 94 points at the Magave Tasting <laughs> Institute. So my mom made, likes it. Mom, <laughs> she right. rates it 94. My mom thinks I'm handsome, and my tequila is delicious. Mm. Uh, Nate Bowling was drinking Pirate Rum, the bee's knees, which is actually a very delicious, spicy, mellow. Uh, it's like vanilla bark. It's just freaking fantastic. It's like it's like somebody walked it through Madagascar. It's fucking amazing. Uh, and with that, my friends, uh, thank you for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Good night, everybody. Still working on a Baggio mullet. <laughs> all right, all right. We're out of here. Have a great night. So tell us about the log ride. Log flume. Yeah, so there's go a to questions yet? customer questions. I think that was the only question. <laughs> <laughs> there's a suggestion a box customer, right at, okay. no, it's customer questions. There's a box, there's a suggestion box <laughs> right next to the little bell that you ring if you had great service. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. You got to be careful. Some of those bells you ring, you got to pay for a round. For That's everybody. right. Yeah, you got to watch the signage. You got to remember. Yeah, if it's at a bar, the local custom. don't ring it. Yeah, valid. <laughs> if it's at Chick Fil A, if, if it's at Arby's, <laughs> have you ever ring it? Have you ever bought, bought a round? Yes, with a bell. Yes, not with a bell. No, I looked around to make sure there's only three people in the bar. But yes, <laughs> there's been many times I've bought a round for the bar because the bar consisted of like two of us. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> I get it. Bar I get it. My basement. All right, all right. You ever thought about just ringing the bell on a busy night and you're like, fuck it, I got some fuck you money? If I had it. Yeah. Well, if I would have done better at the casino yeah. on my way down here. <laughs> if I would have known ahead of time. That hey, was thank gonna... you for supporting tribal government. You're welcome. All right. Thank you for the <laughs> community well, cash. They're welcome, I suppose. So, so yeah. Tell us about the log ride. Uh, Minnesota away. First one ever. Last year, we had some time to kill. On the way uh, home after uh, the day after the match, and me and Mister Foley, I think how many L's are on there now? Mister Mark Nesteroff went to the Mall of America and rode the log flume. There's a log flume in the Mall of America. In the Mall of America, the biggest super mall. Not anymore. The biggest one, I think. uh, I don't know if I know Calgary had one that got bigger. That one's got a water park inside of it. That's unnecessary. And uh, there might be a bigger mall now in, like, Dubai or something, for all I know. But regardless, uh, we we rode the log ride. It was uh, pretty awesome. Did you get wet? Well, we did, and uh, we got yelled at because the uh, – and they stopped the ride because the hill, you go through, like, you know, it's cool, like, little tunnels all themed out, whatnot. You're on the flume, you know, on the log ride. The flume is the actual – let's clear this up. The flume is the actual – Flume hill, like the actual part that holds the water. That is the flume. Right, right. The whole thing is the ride. Sure. So what to the, clarify that? So what? So so is that a distinction without a difference, or sure. is that? Well, because that was on the, why on is the that Twitter important? question. It was on the Twitter question. You said you said something about flumes and flume schmoom, and or you something. said I, I worked said, at Six Flags for I five didn't work years. At Six Flags. I pressed, yeah. the, I pressed the go button. Yeah, King, uh, Kings Island. Could you know when it's I time was near to go? Kings Island. That's you know right. when it's time to go. But regardless, the hill goes up and it goes up, 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 and you see the and opening. That's more like the there's no water on the hill part. Not on the it's hill. Like, well, a little. There has to be a little water because the rubber to rubber. To pull oh, you up. Oh, sure, sure, it's sure. It's got to be wet or sure, sure, physics sure. doesn't work. Yeah. Science. Moisture uh, has to be present. So you're going up and you see the light right at the end of the tunnel going up the hill. 
And what's there that you see? Hooters. <laughs> An owl? <laughs> no, literally a Hooters. The restaurant. There's a Hooters at the top the, of the log At the top flume. of the log flume. At the top of the hill is a Hooters. So <laughs> And you curve right away. You don't get so out. Okay. Mark pulls out his phone because we're like, we're on the log ride to Hooters and we want to get a picture. And literally... The thing comes to a grinding halt, and the the microphones, the speakers go off. No photos are. Put allowed. your phone away. <laughs> <laughs> so we almost got thrown off the log ride at the Mall of America. But you're at the Hooters for a We would have been at Hooters. Get some wings while you're at, at the top of the flume. So we've already got it planned out for uh, for <laughs> August. Uh, we're gonna make sure we're gonna. Ride ye old uh, log ride again. I told my wife that I wanted to go with, go to a theme park uh, on or near my with birthday Dave. this year. Cedar Point, which is, is best in one. August. So it's maybe, maybe I. Ooh, I'm not rolling. That is Ohio. a good thing in Ohio, Cedar Point. But it's on a peninsula out in a lake, so you're you're not really in Ohio. You know, I used to live in Gurney, Illinois, which is the home of Great America. Great America, which is another six. Been there, flags. done that. Yeah, Mary. I, I, I really stayed at the that best place. the best hotel, I think it was called, right outside the entrance. Right had a bunch outside. of themed sex rooms that the guy showed us <laughs> when we rolled up into in the morning. <laughs> Would you like oh, one of these? No. no. It was three dudes. No. We were trying to con him into just letting us sleep in the lobby. <laughs> we'll just be on these chairs. And then we then we ended up we agreed to pay for a room and he's like, Well, you guys should check these out just because it's awesome. Like the whole floor was different themed. I mean, it was it was a decent Sounds hotel. Like a, it was literally called like the good hotel or the best hotel or something. Oh Sounds like a goodness. scene from did I thought we were gonna die? Yeah, at the end where there's the 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 moon room and the yeah and the the bouncy. Well, that's not at the end. Bed. It's in the middle. What? It's in the middle of the movie. Oh no, I guess it's towards the end. Yeah, that's when he's wearing the, the Darth Vader mask yeah. and gets to, after they eat the pie, gets to make out with a girl. Yeah, on you're the bouncy that house. nerd. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Jocks just think about sports. <laughs> Nerds just think about sex. That movie does not hold up. I'm just going to throw that out there. No, no. But it's amazing. Yeah. What the fuck is a frush? <laughs> <laughs> no, you have too many kings. You have too many kings. <laughs> All right. Again, that movie does not hold up. <laughs> There's a lot of things that, that don't hold up anymore. Oh, yeah. We're not going to get into that, that movie's right now. Problematic, problematic. Oh. What else you got, Dave? Uh, you know, uh, yeah. What else? Are what there else? any other questions from the Flounders B Team community? I don't think there were. <laughs> Nobody listens to this show. Are you kidding me? Uh, dozens. There are dozens tens. of us. Almost as many people as were at the Kansas game because yeah. they're all afraid of the cold. Oh my god! Yeah, the thing said they sold like twenty five thousand seats. That's bull crap. That was more tickets navy, distributed. Yeah, there's more navy blue tick, you know, navy blue seats than butts in seats there. Whatever. Uh, it was 25 degrees. I'm freezing. Hey, we went to Toronto. A little chilly. I mean, that's reasonable. Like it's cold. Well, suck it there. up, Buttercup. All right. Yeah. So uh, that Dave. Uh, so that happened. Uh, so I met uh, the first I met Steve was at a Huskies game. It was the dogs wolf wolf. I've met you. I've met you before. Then maybe I've seen you around. Yeah, probably. We're, we're, we're definitely. Uh, was we're definitely Sounders official, adjacent, right? First like, hey, official Dave, meeting. I know you, and you're like, "Who are you?" And I'm yeah. like, "I'm Steve." And you're like, cool. "All right, that's great." Here's some whiskey. <laughs> that was great. I love Husky games. Have I love fun. pre-funkin' with Hodo. And Good people. Other people. 
Matt's there sometimes. I remember what's the first time I met Matt at a Husky game. He's like, I was just talking about his shoes. And I was looking at his shoes. He's like, fucking, I love shoes. I love shoes so much. It's like authentic Matt right there. Pretty much. Yeah. All right. Ninja Turtles. Ninja. Yep. Shoes and ninjas. All right. So the Twitter wants to know about you, my friend. One elbow, two banners. What does that mean? MLS Disco. That's the one I sent to you. The Cauldron. That's the one I sent to you. We talked about it. But the Cauldron also posted it. Yeah, they're the one who got the best picture because they had a better angle. That was pretty cool. All right. Yeah. All right. We do talk about this. A little message for for Mr. Deuce and the Disco. And then... Okay, so a question from Jerry with a cider. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Jerry. If you were to have your own private airplane with no price limit, what amenities would you have on it? Engines, brakes, a Hooters. The most important bits. Nope. There was a Hooters. Do you guys know there was a Hooters Air? A flying Hooters? Or at the log flume? Are we still talking about the log No, there was an an airline called Hooters Air based out of Gary, Indiana. Oh, yeah. Gary, Indiana. They that flew was to, for like in a, a hot minute in the nineties. Yeah, when everybody no, it was, was starting in the two thousands. Yeah, and uh, the they flew some really old seven thirty sevens, and supposedly because they actually the, air, the airport I worked at before I moved out here they they flew in. I saw them a couple times. They had these old ass seven thirty seven two hundreds, which would make a lot of noise, a lot of smoke. And apparently the flight crew or the flight attendants were all Hooters girls, and they catered wings or something. And they flew to such glorious locations, as I said, of Gary, Indiana. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, sounds Beautiful. like that's their home airport. Beautiful Myrtle Beach. Be- <laughs> uh, they went. They went to like Panama City or something, or, Panama. or not Panama? Panama Beach. Whatever. You know, Panama if you Beach go, if Florida. you go there when you're 18 for spring break, that's right. where they flew. That's Poppy. Grover. Grover says hello. hello Grover. He's not barking though. He's just saying hi to Dave. He likes me. Yep. He knows good people when he sees them. Yeah. So that's Hooters there. What were we talking about? We were talking about that? Hooters Airlines, and you were talking about um, amenities. Oh, amenities on a plane. On a plane. Uh, like I said, it not just bad. needs to Seats. stop and go. And uh, you know, you're I'm more not, of a, I'm not. Do you you're more water of a bed de- or a destination the guy. Plane is just is to get me there, and I would like to have you know you got to have a, a bed and a nice All seat. Right. You know, if you're getting a PJ, if you're getting a little, uh, you know, I don't, I don't need a gold-plated toilet or anything. That's that's, uh, you know, I'm a simple man. What's a PJ? simple man? Simple pleasure. Private jet. Oh. PJ. Think, yeah. well, I'm talking weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would, I would like like a good solid 80 inch TV or something. You know. Oh, see, there you go. Now there we're getting go. into it. There you go. Xbox. Now we're getting into it. Yeah. Little Xbox. I, I like would just that. settle for another three or four inches of leg room. <sighs> Sometimes that would be better. Us big guys. Yeah, we're, uh, I, it's all about collecting those air miles. Jesus. Yeah. We're talking to Dave. Dave, how tall are you? 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, Fuck that's me. 203 centimeters tall. Two? Oh. For those in the metric system. <laughs> that's just above two meters. Eh? That's, yeah. that's tall. And, and I, I'm just over six foot, and I hate flying because I can never... Yeah. Right on. And to be you or Zlatan. Yeah, must be tough. To Can't fly. wait to see him center seat at Southwest Airlines. <laughs> he's not, not going to fly. He's not, he's not going to play anywhere. He's not going to walk. Angeles. 
Is he just gonna? Is he? Uh, what's the joke? He's he he just good. jumps and then yeah, the earth yeah, moves yeah, underneath yeah. him Ooh. and then he gets here. Yeah, I don't think he's coming to play. <laughs> we're, we're we're having a debate, but we're pretty sure he's not going to play on turf. We'll see. All right, he'll he'll be here as much as David Beckham was here. Leave it at that. Bump bump once or twice. I think once in the playoffs. I don't think he ever played here for a regular season. No, I, I wasn't he in the ESPN booth once. Maybe I don't know. we'll yeah. find out. We'll find out what, who, when LA goes to what? How many turf fields? They go to Atlanta. They go to New England, Portland, Vancouver. You know, we'll see if he makes any of those flights. Right on any of those fields. So we're coming on time here pretty soon, but I want to <laughs> make sure that you have the opportunity to tell your story the way you want so, to tell uh, it. So those that don't know, I grew up in the great state of Ohio. <laughs> Left That's covered. Yeah. Starts with an O, ends with an O. O-H-I-O, go Bucks, go. Uh, you know, and that's one thing that people always ask why I really got into the Sounders. And, you know, when I moved yeah, out yeah. here is I'm always going to have my baseball team's always going to be Cleveland. My 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 football team's always going to be the Browns. Got my Cavs. I hear LeBron did something today. I haven't checked the score, but whatever. You know, even, even hockey, I'd, I'd go to Blue Jackets games and whatnot, but... I never got. I actually worked for the crew, did on-field security, and uh, really, yeah. But I never really gave a shit about the crew because why would anyone? So it's a valid question. Yeah, and so you know, you come out here and and I, and I like soccer. And uh, the first game I went to was game number two against Salt Lake, I believe. I was like, wow, that was cool. That's when uh, uh, little little guy gets chipped by Montero from distance, right? So before or after he rides the dragon? No, not that little guy. We're talking about, I uh, uh, wish I was a little bit taller. Ramondo? Ramondo, yeah. yeah. Montero hit a laser <laughs> over Mont... It, that that was his Ichiro moment. Oh, where like, Nick Ramondo. Oh, shit, we got to pay attention to this guy now. Mm-hmm. Nick Ramondo's one guy I've always uh, liked and respected, though. Yeah, but I do. Oh, absolutely. Here there. I pick on him because when he's not on our team, when yeah. he's playing against us. But the rest I mean, of the time, he was he was uh, he was crazy for several years. Oh, he's made near here nor there, near here nor there. So I uh, immediately was like, "Man, I need to, I need to be with those people." And so I, uh, I stubhubbed or something, or Craigslisted a uh, GA ticket for the next match, match three, and uh, I was sold. And that's where I met, uh, you know, it's met probably two thirds of my friends here. Mm-hmm. Kind of ended up running into, for those who don't know, I work for a large aircraft manufacturing company in the region. <laughs> uh, Paper airplanes. Yeah. And uh, somehow got drawn to a group Funco. that works there as well. Um, yeah. And that's That's history. great, dude. Travel all over. I love love traveling. Uh, yeah. Been a, last year I went to, oh, I saw a match in uh, Vienna last year. Oh, right Rapid on. Vienna. Uh, if you're ever out that way, uh, ECS has a loose connection. A couple of us with uh, some of the uh, some of the ultras. Uh, they call them the old fart squad. Some of the like OG ultras from Rapid Vienna. Uh, we can get you in touch with them if you're ever out that way and interested in seeing a uh, seeing another green match in Vienna. Uh, where else did I go last year? Went to Australia, Korea. So your number one away trip for Sounders soccer. Honduras. So go to a CCL match if you can. I unfortunately scheduled did not allow me to go to the match at Azteca, which mm-hmm. I am pissed about. <laughs> and then also the the game in Trinidad 
I, I, I really missed. You didn't go to San Salvador this year? I did not. Okay. Unfortunately, that was another one where I was kind of saving up, uh, hoping I'd be able to go to... Uh, we're... we're and, and, and what's goofy is originally I couldn't go to El Salvador because I thought I was going to be busy with work. I actually deliver the airplanes to customers. I thought I was going to have a delivery, but then there was an issue, and that week opened up, and I could have gone, but it was last minute that I could have. And, of course, then the plane that I was going to go, if we won, I was going to go to Guadalajara. Well, then the issue moved delivery to that week, so I couldn't go to Guadalajara. So that sucked, but whatever. <laughs> uh, I went to Kansas City. I'm going to L.A. next week. Uh Yeah. Any stadiums you haven't been to yet? The only three stadiums I have not been to are Orlando. Well, four. It'll be three this year because I'm going to Atlanta. Orlando, Atlanta, uh, and then Philly, which I don't know why I haven't gone to Philly. I'm pissed I missed the Open Cup final. And uh, Red Bull Arena. I want to see Red Bull in Atlanta. Which I've driven by Red Bull Arena, so I guess I've sort of been there. Uh, and then I guess technically I haven't been to uh, the new DC stadium, which if we would have played there this year, I'd that was the one I was looking forward to the most. And for whatever reason, we got dicked by the schedulers again. Because DC is a fun town to go visit. Oh yeah, great town to go visit. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I've got like food in DC is there's it's, so many like hole in the wall little places that have the best food you ever. There's like history too. You know, you know there's a lot of history. There's but a couple, couple. I'm, museums, I'm all about food. Airplanes, Sm- like all the Smithsonian's yeah. in the world. Yeah, uh, are there correct? Um, by definition, basically. Yes. Um, Lots of airplane museums. Going to going to the Lincoln Memorial is mm-hmm. like you. You see it on the on the. It's not on the penny anymore, except the old ones that are still in circulation. Um, but like just the, like sitting on the those steps. solemnity and yeah. the majesty of that structure, they don't make shit like that anymore. Negative. You know what I'm saying? Nope. And uh, it, it's an unbelievable drink experience. Dog bark. So the the last time uh, I went to DC, I got in reading the words. I think I, I landed around like eight PM or something. And I told these friends that we were gonna meet up at this uh hot dog restaurant or something. We had some <laughs> hot dogs. Funnily enough. What Ben's chili I think is that Ben is that Ben's chili bowl there? I think it's Ben's chili bowl. Whatever. Uh we had a delicious dinner, and then we went and met some of the SSE folks at the uh meetup bar. And then it was right around midnight. We decided to walk from this bar that was by the National Archive. We're like, well, let's walk back to the hotel, which was in Georgetown. <laughs> which, for those of you who know, that's not very close. It's like two and a half miles. A pain in the ass. Yeah. So we, we got uh, stuck in Georgetown. We we, we thought we were gonna like get a taxi or something, but we're like, let's walk down the mall. So we walked down the mall, and it was midnight, and we were in the World War II Memorial when the fountains and the lights went out right at midnight that was very chilling and then at like one in the morning we're down at the at the lincoln memorial and that was just to sit there in the quiet and there were a lot of people out and about vietnam cool. Memor- do you walk through the vietnam memorial not then i don't think i would have been able to handle that then i managed to get to dc with my dad a few years back and we walked through the vietnam memorial and he pointed out names 
of people that he served with mm-hmm. when he was in the Marine Corps. In it, it they're not in. They're, they're. It's a humbling experience to go there at night with the lights and yep. and try to find the name of the person that you know. I can't imagine what that is like. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So and, we didn't. We and, didn't and, yeah, so, and this name that's in this that. this this just simple Roman font, chiseled into the stone. Sorry, I'm making this about me, but chiseled into the stone, and then you're you're focused on this name of this person that you knew. And then you just kind of zoom out. You ever see yeah. Fantasia yeah, yeah, with yeah. the poppies, yeah. right? And you just zoom out. And it, it's like that experience except <gasps> stifling um, and and shocking. Anyway, sorry. You just gave me a memory. And I wanted to share that That's with you. That's what we do here. Yeah, it is what we do here sometimes. Wow. So um, anything else for the good of the order, Tim Balaya? Uh, no. Go to Portland. Yeah. Go uh, to Portland. By all means necessary. Sounders. Take a bus. Take we are ECS bus. Chicharito. Oh, God. So is that Butts gonna, in is that, seats. Is that actually going to happen? Come on. Do you have indicators? I have zero indicators. That's awesome. No, so yeah. it's blind faith. No, we, we it's talk. me following Mr. Sean Wheeler. <laughs> Let's go Chicharito. <laughs> we say go nine, baby. We talked about that while you were gone. and Sean. just. I mean, for the price of admission, nice he's he's worth the pay. You know, does he produce? Of on course, the, he is. But does it? Is he worth? Is he worth that cash for the on-field play? Is he going to make the team better on the field, or is he just going to make the team better off the field? As uh, Dave Clark said, it's really fun spending other people's money. Yeah. Yes. But I think the team's too cheap to 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 flash that kind of cash. Hey, don't say cheap, okay? They're frugal. <laughs> <laughs> This team. The, the, the biggest point I, I want to make about this is, you know, we were talking about butts and seats, and and I, yeah. I just don't get why if I were in charge, I'd say, man, you want to come to this game? Hey, here's 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 number one idea: is you set a price point, you walk up thirty five dollars, let's say, reasonable. This if, if you've never done this before. First time with Sounders game, you walk up to the ticket booth because you know there's plenty of corporate seats and seats that are left on the market that haven't been bought. Mm-hmm. You go up to the gate, you give them $35, they're going to give you the best ticket they have left in the house. Get yep. you hooked. The best. They're going to walk you in like so you can't resell it. I know I got to get around that. That's that's number one. <laughs> number two, $10. Sit in the, open the whole upper bowl. I mean, what I went to the the, the the Vroom Vroom motorcycles the other day, and we paid fifteen dollars to get into the upper bowl. Was the face value of that thing? And they had two thirds of the concessions open. They had beer guys. They had eighty seven times as much police. Don't get me started about that. <laughs> Literally, I saw a fight. You got to monitor the pores. A fight and two guys tumbling down the upper deck, and at least twenty sheriffs. <laughs> All, all the stadium what security are you were there. Fighting in motocross, D- dude. I don't know, drunken, uh. drunken, drunken dudes. <laughs> but the thing that pissed me off so what much. What did you call me? Yeah, is they literally just separated the two guys and then left. I'm like, dude, you couldn't even like throw a middle finger up at a Sounders game. They'll kick you out and ban you for life. So that's that. But that's regardless, not my experience. Regardless. 
Near here nor there. That's not my living. Ten dollars, open it up. You know, and, and we were talking about historically, I mean, up till like two years ago or something, we hadn't even lost a game when there were more than fifty thousand people in that stadium. Mm-hmm. Get butts and seats, the team does better. You want to talk about an atmosphere, you can bring all the people that came to the Chivas game and supported Chivas, they weren't they didn't fly up there from Guadalajara. They're all local. They're all within a couple hours of here. Get them here. Get get a guy that they're going to want to come and see. You know, fill that stadium up. That's the value of, of, of Mr. Hernandez. It's not necessarily his play, which I think he'd be phenomenal in MLS. Now, how he fits in with, with Lodero, with Dempsey, I don't know. That's a but, different story, yeah. But if he gets out there and comes out and, and waves his hat around like Tom Hanks in, uh, in a lever of their own... <laughs> Come on, whip his little hat around and brings 30,000 more. He's earned every penny. He sells more jerseys. I mean, they're going to sell 10 billion jerseys the first week he's on the team. No, that's absolutely right. And, and I, I I actually got a call from the FO this year or the uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday afternoon. I got a call from the FO because I had uh, got a bunch of tickets transferred to my SeatGeek account. And they're like, hey, what's up? Do you want to be a whatever, whatever? Saw you've been coming to some games, et cetera, et cetera. I unloaded on her. I'm like, look, I'm a supporter, and I'm always going to be a supporter. But you're going to lose people if you don't figure this shit out pretty goddamn quick. Was she from SeatGeek or from the FO? She was from FO. Yeah, yeah she was from FO. She probably worked for Alex or somebody. <laughs> she, well, she's probably just Marketing. in sales. Yeah, yeah. No, no. She's probably trying to sell me season tickets or try to figure well, out what's going on. She just want to know if I need anything. And, and 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 one of the things I do kind of on the side with with ECS is I not so much this year but in years past I've helped organize the away travel, and what's amazing to me is how many of the other teams now have their ticketing departments led by former Sounders ticketing reps because yeah, we do that? we do have a good group but they're they're having trouble holding on to them because they get them too good then they leave. Yep. So, you know that's something to FO. I mean I got a similar call last year because I am fortunate with my job I get tickets to go uh into the the boeing suite quite often hey and when that happens i'll usually give my ticket just give it to someone else do you and need I'll an use, assistant yeah yeah and i'll you know i'll use the ticket from work to get into the stadium and then just go back down to the ga and so i got a call hey we noticed you've transferred like three of your tickets out of the first six games i'm like well yeah if you'd actually care to realize what's going on right right <laughs> I'm like, I have, you know, I go with work and transfer my tickets to another member. And they're like, what? And they just couldn't grasp this concept, which was funny. <laughs> Since you guys only care about the second half of the season, I decided yeah. that I don't care about the first half of the season. <laughs> well, uh, uh, somebody I know was talking to me today about um, saying that they wanted a, a refund on this season and just apply it to next season if they don't want to give a shit. Yeah, why not? That guy was a genius. Yeah, that guy's pretty smart. That guy's pretty smart. Mensa called. (laughs) (laughs) Wanted their t-shirt back. (laughs) Anyway. Hey, man. It's 9.30. You got to get to bed, I'm going to drive back to Snohomish. Yeah, baby. Enjoy. Go get some more Diet Cokes. Uh, Dave, seriously, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's really nice hanging out with you. Uh, Kind of a a chill, low-key show today. We the Air those. Force is flying over us. They yeah. do that every day. It's beautiful, James beautiful, right beautiful Boeing product, C-17, yeah. I'm C-7. sure. Did yeah, it sound like a C-17? 
was well, it a globe, pretty much all a globe it would be master globe master globe beautiful master. aircraft it is beautiful uh, which one's the hercules Fine. that's the c130 hercules right? hercules yes c130 and then the c5 galaxy correct is that also a boeing product no, well no fuck it's lockheed plane. oh lockheed martin it is it, it is because it's a piece of crap uh but it can carry two m1 a1 abrams only tanks. a more time it got weight restricted because they found a bunch of cracks in the wing box. So oh, that's unless, good to know. Yeah, the, unless it's uh, wartime, they uh, they can't carry their max capacity in the C five. Oh, okay. Fun fact. Well, I mean, but I like why? airplanes. Did you guys figure that out? <laughs> <laughs> Dave knows things. Coolest airplane I've ever flown on: Gulfstream G three. Oh, okay. All right. PJ. Who, whose was that? Uh, it was his. Um, PJ is the what they call it, for. it in PJ. the industry. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, no, I worked uh, before I moved out here. I, I worked for a freight airline, and uh, we also operated a couple private jets. And uh, I was leaving work one day, and I, I didn't work Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. So me and a friend were gonna drive down to from Columbus, Ohio, to because, like I said, what you do in Ohio, you leave. We we're gonna drive for the weekend down to the Gulf Shores for kicks, because you know oh, why not? Man. Well, so they're pulling out the private, the, the PJ G three. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, you know, the day shift guys, oh, yeah, they're going to pick some guy up in Dallas. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So I get in my car to leave, and the captain comes in. I know him. I go, hey, uh, uh, funnily enough, his name was PD. <laughs> I go, what's the policy on uh, flying on the empty leg? He's like, well, I have no problem with it. Let me call the boss. Call the boss. He's like, yeah, you want to go to Dallas? So me and my buddy uh, who was, worked for the company, too, we uh, – Hopped the private jet, flew to Dallas, uh, ate some barbecue, went to the Texas State Fair, and uh, came, back on a, came back on a cargo plane. We got the full treatment. I was uh, 21 at the time. Jesus. Flight attendant, like, when it was hilarious, they rolled out the red carpet when we landed, and we, we got off that plane like two jackasses, oh, two 21-year-olds. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we called, from the, we called from the air phone. We called uh, Enterprise, and we're like, we need a car. We'll be at the FBO, fixed base operator. It's where they park private jets. We'll be like, you know, we're on this plane right now. The GPS says we'll be there and whatever. <laughs> so we pull up and there's a car waiting and literally they open it and they throw the red carpet out. And I'm just in like jeans, like shorts and who farted Are these guys rock stars? Yeah, yeah who that was cool. I'm with stupid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that was the coolest, coolest plane. Speaking of Gulfstream jets. Oh, yeah? You know when that song came out, Fly Like a G6? Like a G6. Like Not a, a Pontiac G6. G6 like a, a G6. Uh-huh. Let me tell you what was going on when that when that song came out. <laughs> the G6 was actually in flight test, and of the five aircraft, three crashed. Holy shit. So when that song came out, it wasn't very fly. Just want to make sure everyone For, knows that. Uh, did did the pilots like get it. out? I think so. Okay. Oh, Don't hold funny. me to that. No, oh, Jesus. And speaking of which, the incident that happened yesterday. <laughs> but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. I'm sure where the where the woman got almost got sucked out of the airplane. Correct. Okay. Correct. A man, that's a tragedy. Don't get me wrong. B, you think about the safety of flying. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's I know there's people out there afraid of flying. That was the first fatality, and and you know. Not to underplay a fatality. That was the first fatality on an, on an American... On a domestic flight. Dom, on an American... Not even domestic. An American uh, carrier? passenger carrier okay. since 2009. Since 2009. 2009, since the Colgan incident in Buffalo. Okay. Now, there were, there were a couple freight accidents. 
but still you got to think and everyone everyone's praising the pilot and the pilot the captain she did fantastic but the training these pilots have mm-hmm. any captain would have been able, i mean that was a I don't want to say a normal event, but that's something that they train for. So never be afraid to fly. Never be afraid to see the world. Don't be afraid. And what they're training for is a, a sudden loss of cabin pressure. Exactly. Right? Okay. You know that or that. Well, the engine. Right. And the cabin pressure was, that was freak. I don't know how debris hit that window, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Well, it, what had happened was the, the engine exploded and there was debris. It did not explode. It, it had explode. an uncontained failure. <laughs> is that a distinction without a difference? Very. <laughs> an explosion goes boom. I'm so glad. And an uncontained engine failure is when a, uh, a just fan kind of... blade or something breaks. Right, right, right. right. Okay. We so tend to call it a whoopsie daisy. It's, it's spinning very fast and physics. Right. No, no, yeah. absolutely. But the airplane. The turbine situation, yeah. you got flying shrapnels. Yeah. And so not, not to, to make the... light of, of a no, situation, no. but people always ask me, you know, I travel. I'm not afraid to, there's really only two places in the world right now I would not go. And that's, that's North Korea and Syria. Mm-hmm. I would go anywhere else in the world. And people always ask, well, aren't you afraid? I'm like, what, afraid of what? of what? You know, when you could get shot at a, at a country music concert or be looking at something badass and get, get blown up, somebody whatever, you know, motorcycle event at Century yeah, you Link can't Field. be afraid to see the world. Yep. Don't be, don't be afraid of your, your fellow brothers and sisters of the human race. Right. On. And I end on that. That is a great <laughs> note to finish this magical show. Dave Cresco. Soccer is a beautiful sport. It really is. It is the beautiful game. Dave Cresco, uh, big Dave TPIR on the, um, the crowd's going wild. Taped in front of a live studio oh, we audience. Didn't, we didn't even talk about that. Do you want to talk about the price? We, right? we put this in earlier somewhere. Or I will. Whatever. I'll or, mix it or, up. Or postscript. I'll put it. Price hey, is welcome, right, Dave. Before we talk about <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Fatality. Why is your... <laughs> Before we talk about a lady getting sucked out of a plane. <laughs> You should ask me what's up with your Twitter handle. Hey, hey, Dave. So, what does Big Dave T P I R actually stand for? One dollar, Bob. <laughs> Temporary price reduction. Dave Cresco, <laughs> come on down. You're so, the next contestant on The Price Is Right. So, you know, one good thing about going on away trips is cool shit happens a lot. So. Uh-huh. There had always been talk when we were on Los Angeles trips about getting a group together and going to The Price is Right. Well, no one ever did it. No one ever organized it. So finally, I broke down and realized that there was a taping two days after uh, L.A. Away on a Monday. So I organized for a group of us to go, and 26 of us went to The Price is Right. And uh, yeah, I got called on down. So... It's uh, did they get your name right? They did, actually. So it's a very long process. We got there earlier than we had to, but not knowing the group situation, so we started about seven a.m. You get there, you get signed in, and you go and you sit and wait and sit and wait. There's paperwork you have to fill out. You know, there's two hundred. 50 people in the audience or whatever and literally one person handwrites every single uh every single name tag one person 
so they all look the same. So you do that. You wait. I always wondered about that, actually. Yeah. And you actually get you get a number, too. So if you look real hard, you can see where they rip it off below the big price tag. Sure. You get a contestant number. And I think Jerry actually got 113, if I remember. I can't remember what mine was. But Jerry, Jerry Neal got 113. And so that's how you're identified is by the contestant number. So you keep that on your name tag. You sit, you wait, and they're like, oh, okay, hey, we're going to all move around the corner now. And they move you around the corner. You sit and wait some more. That's where you interview with the producers. Every person gets interviewed before you go into the studio. They bring 20 people up. It's a quick wham-bam. Who are you? What's your story? Boom, next. You know, you got to win them over. So I had noticed they were bringing it up in groups of about 15 people. We had 26. (laughs) So I had talked to the page. And I said, hey, you know, this is our, our group. We Can we can we all go together? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll make sure that happens. Funnily enough, he went to the restroom right about as we were going to go, and the next guy was going to break us up into two. And we're like, no. And then the guy came back, and it was all cool. So we come around. Yeah. So you come around. Yeah. We, bring, we, bring we go up back. to interview, and the producer's name is Stan. So I, I lead him up in the, we love you, Stan. We do, we love you, Stan. We do, we love you, Stan. We do, oh, Stan, we love you. It's almost like like I was there. Yeah, almost. And it's like, ooh, what, huh? And Stan's just some, but he's blown away. And he's like, what the hell's going on here? (laughs) Well, let me tell you. And I'm like, well, I'm uh, uh, we're, we're the Emerald City supporters. And he goes, well, who do you support? And we go, the Seattle Sounders. And he just goes, Oh, Drew will like you guys. <laughs> so we have a, you know, it was funny because we're watching these interviews and literally it's like 10 seconds. Well, me and Stan had a good two minute repartee back and forth. Delicious sipper. Huh? And it's really good. And uh, so we have a good two, three minute back and forth about my job, all this. Who am I? Cool. Then he goes down the line 10 seconds with everyone else. Who are you? Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> And, you know, as we're walking, I'm like, I got a good feeling about this. Yeah. Yeah. So we then, then you go to another, a third place and you sit and wait some more. Yep. Like a green room. So it's like three. No, it's all staging. It's all All staging outside. Okay. Benches. Yes. In beautiful Burbank, California. Beautiful. No, it's in, uh, uh, they're on the other side of the hill. Oh, okay. in, uh, Hollywood Hills, Studio City, or yeah, Studio, Studio City, City, Studio yeah. City, California, CBS. They're the CBS studios. Okay. So then you finally go in, and they're like, "Man, they pump like happy gas into the room." It's like, ah! and mind you, you still got this big pink number on, <laughs> and so you could tell this Underneath is this, your is, price this tag is very, very it. not random. Because you could tell, like, Stan comes out finally, and he's mm-hmm. talking to the lead camera guy, like, all secret, hiding behind, like, a paper. And you could see him, like, <laughs> looking at people, and he's, like, looking at me, and I'm like, okay, I think I'm golden. And sure enough, man. Well, first of all... Do you have the show on tape? I, I don't, unfortunately. Oh, okay. All right. It aired January 3rd, 2011. No. 13. I don't know. It was January 3rd or something. I'll have to look it up. But it's hilarious because, you know, the guy comes out and warms the crowd up. And he's like, it's going to get so loud in here. They actually have pages come out and they write your name on a giant piece of uh, poster board. So I actually have that still on my bed. (laughs) When when he goes, oh, and our next contestant is, come on down. You can't hear him say that because it's so loud. Right, right. So they just like pull like 
a blank one off and there's your name and it's like holy fuck and that's and, why when the camera pans dude, somebody they're all like and they pump they pump oxygen in there i swear <laughs> if you go with a group you're got, someone's gonna get called down from your group every group that have more than five people got someone somebody called got down. called oh, down that's cool um but it's so unbelievable because it's so they tape the whole thing in like 40 minutes uh-huh and uh i get called down and it's like the next thing I know, it's over, and everyone's like, everyone's giving me so much shit because I, I didn't get anything. I I, I got three hundred bucks for getting called down, which is still cool. But uh, everyone's giving me so much shit because they're like, "Oh, how much did an iPad cost? How much did a, did a, a set of knives cost? <laughs> how did you not know the Clorox wipes are four dollars?" Yeah, and seriously, for like a month, everyone and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, "Man, I bet on something else." I bet, and everyone's like, "No, you just the twenty six people." We had a whole Facebook group. No, you just bid on on knives and an iPad. No one remembered because everyone was so jacked up when mm-hmm. I got called down that I bid on a karaoke machine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, this was right before Twitter, like when it was starting, and I was like, I don't want to do any of that. And one of my buddies went and signed me up. And, that had uh, to be 09 then. Yes. Not 13. No, it was, it was further along. Okay, okay. Like, okay. I, I avoided Twitter forever. And I think I'm going to oh, switch. Oh, I see Twitter started for you. Yeah, for me. Gotcha, gotcha. And, uh, January 11th? Was, uh, I think the 3rd. And, uh, yeah, so my buddy, he, uh, what up, Randall? You're definitely never going to listen to this. Randall! He uh, he created me a Twitter, and he's like, you got a Twitter now? <laughs> Shout out, Randall. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's why I'm Big Dave TPR. Oh, and because I'm big and dave you're you're of a reasonable stature i i, I am yeah, i'm not small yeah yeah so then i thought it was just your gregarious personality yeah 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 and and two funny stories to go with that price is right my mom called me up one day and she's like you know this was like a couple months after or hers might have been the original air day i don't know whatever but my mom's like yeah i was getting my hair did in the <laughs> uh in the in the salon and she was telling about how like Oh, they were watching The Price is Right was on. She's like, oh, yeah, my son was on that. And shit you not, it was the episode I was on. She's like, oh, yeah, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. And another time, I forgot where I was, some away trip or something, and I fell asleep with CBS on, and I woke you up the next rerun. morning, another rerun. I woke <laughs> up in the morning literally to Dave Cresco, come on down. <laughs> Hilarious. So, yeah, go on an away trip. Organize, organize a group, a group to go to the to prize to the right. Because right. if you're the go good-looking, charismatic group leader, you're going to get called down. And you are a handsome some bitch. Yeah, thank you. Very single, very disease-free. Hey, ladies. <laughs> I do like right. long, long walks by Lake Washington. As yeah, you that's said. right. Yeah, uh, and I am ineligible for the Price is Right for uh, ten years from that air date. So uh, uh, I have another couple years. Uh, you can still go. go. You I could still go, and you have to, you have to flag them. You go. Uh, hey, I was already on. Yes, like instead of the pink number, you get like a green number or something. I forgot how they did it. But, but what does the green number even do? It just says you're ineligible, but they have to know who's who still. Yeah. For like the camera purposes and whatever when you go through. So yeah, I am ineligible. And I was ineligible for any other television game show because my life dream is to be on Jeopardy. Uh, I was actually ineligible to be on that for two years. Because of the prices, right? Because of the prices, right. Huh. Never forget it. I'll cut this part out.
is Channel 253. The Antichrist of American Soccer 